This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Awesome. So we're going to start a new series today. We just finished last week, nine weeks on James on life. And uh, we're going to spend three weeks on a new series, uh, Old Testament. We're going to get into that in just a minute. It's called A Big Life. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited about what's going to do, what God's going to say. And I've got my blue shirt on. The last time I wore this, Dan Randall gave me grief from the stage. From a man who wears leopard print and occasionally wears socks with sandals, which it might, that might be coming back, but no. It's not good. So, uh, fine. So I'm happy in my blue shirt. I hope you're as happy as I am with what you're wearing. So uh, the theme this year is life, life and life to the full. John 10.10, 10, a significant scripture for many of us. Jesus came to give life to the full. The other guy came to steal from us. Jesus came to bring life to the full. So we've been thinking about that, and we're picking that up through the year on different, uh, different things. And it's important that we live the best life that we can that God has given to us. Equally important is we don't compare our lives to someone else who would appear to be living a much better life than, than I am right now. Because we never really know that, do we? We never really know what's going on behind closed doors, in someone else's mind, in someone else's environment and situation. So we don't say, oh, I want to live his life. No, God's given me a life to live and you a life to live, and it is the best possible life for us. So I want to continue to encourage me and us, all of us, to say, let's live life to the full, the best life we can. So as we get into this short series called A Big Life, I want us to think about the best we can live the biggest we can live, an expansion of what we currently live. Let's imagine, let's believe, let's accept that God has something more for us, a bigger life to live. And a key scripture for us over the last 20 years, a significant one for us as a church community, is from Isaiah uh, 54. And we're going to spend three weeks in this, uh, this chapter and uh, we're going to, well, I, I'm already enjoying it, right, because I've been preparing it. And uh, I'm, I, I love the Word of God. I never tire of the Word of God. There's no reason ever to, because it's, even though it may be familiar, it can still be fresh. And the, the key scriptures, and we'll come back to this in a moment, but we'll just read uh, verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. So enlarge, live something that's bigger than what we probably ever thought we could live. Even whatever stage of life, whatever season we might be in, I believe God's encouraging us through this series to live a bigger life, to enlarge something bigger. Now, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm much, I very much appreciate the context of Isaiah 54. If you read the book of Isaiah, it's a prophetic book. It's speaking to God's people about what is to come and the better things. We often read Isaiah 53 at, uh, at Christmas, which talks about the Messiah, Jesus, the servant king, the one who was going to come to suffer for us to be here. 
and then and, and, ver, and chapter 55 talks about come to me if you're thirsty. So it's an invitation for all of us followers of God to say, yeah, whatever we need, we come to God, not just Sunday morning, but any time we come to God, and God refreshes us with what we need. In the middle of those two chapters, in Isaiah 54, it's talking about what God's going to do and how when we cooperate with God and do what God's called us to do, then we get to live a big life. And when God gave us this scripture that we've, we've worked with, and those of you who've been part of this church community for years will be familiar with this, and, and you know something of our, of our journey, we really believe that God spoke to us significantly about, about and it's about this building, uh, that, that's, that's part of it, but there's meant, it meant more, it's meant more than we ever thought it would. And the thing with vision is when you go for it and you take faith and you take steps for God, you have the, the benefit in, 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 in future times to look back and say, that's what vision and faith looks like. So we don't believe it, it, at Life Church in containment. You know, change is here to stay. We continue to see things develop and change and, and different personalities and, 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 and God adds to, the, to His church here. And as I often say, you know, when, when you came, you, Life Church got better. Because you brought something unique that we, that we didn't already have. So that's a wonderful thing. So I want you to know that and feel, I can be part of this. This, this church, this community needs me. So I always want you to think that we haven't arrived. We're still on a journey. We're still trying to grow and trying to become more like God. So this, this scripture gave us the authority to move from a good place to a better place. To move from a... A good church to be a church of greater impact and influence than ever before. And it's easy to look back and say, yeah, I get it now. But at the time when God first speaks to you, and I, and I want to kind of emphasize this for a moment, because God may be speaking to you in a personal way, in a particular way. You can't see where it's going to end, right? Because God seldom gives us a map. He just asks us to take a next step. And so, but when we take a step in faith, based on what God has said, God does extraordinary things. So this scripture helped us to have the faith and the confidence in spite of all the challenges we're in this building. But in, as I look back over the last 20 years, I see other things that God has done for us. We became the home for pays, and that's been a massive blessing to us. Hundreds of people have been trained in this building for the Pays Project, which Pays, pays Movement, which, which equips people to uh, do schools work and, and work with young people and kids across the world. And so thousands, I'm not exaggerating, thousands upon thousands of people have been impacted uh, because those have been here and been trained. That was part of what that scripture meant to be. I was at a school in, in Pakistan, Brighter Future School. That was also a huge faith step. And thanks to, to George and Shahid and everyone who supported it in prayer and, and, and finances and everything, that's established that gives uh, education to people who wouldn't, wouldn't have had it. Uh, down the road, literally at the end of this street, Burnley High School, which is making a difference in the area. And uh, we started Burnley's first food bank more than 10 years ago, and now we've got community grocery. So these are the things that God was had in mind, I believe, when he told us to follow this scripture, to enlarge, to expand, 
this is what I think God, I believe God had in mind. So it was a challenge, but God's got us where we are, and God's got much more in the future, absolutely, because we've not arrived as I've already said. So it's good to look back and praise God. Say, God, it's amazing what you've done. And it's also important to say, thank you, church, for being obedient and getting involved. And that's, that's also been wonderful for your prayers, your faithfulness, your sacrifice, and so on. So as we reflect on these things, we see what vision looks like. And we thank God that we've been not been prepared to contain or consolidate. That's not ever a strategy, right? Containment and consolidation is never a strategy of this church. It's always about expansion. It's always about enlarging. So we've taken these steps of faith, and it's great. We serve a great God, and we get to serve God with great people. I love that, and I'm looking at you, and many are on holiday, and people are coming and going, having a great time, and that's wonderful to do that, and get refreshed, ready for what God's got for you the rest of the year. Wonderful, wonderful, but wonderful people. And so this is where most of my friends are, and I thank God for that because God has been so gracious to us, given us many great people. So how we serve God may change over time, but we continue to serve Him, and we get to do it with friends. So this scripture, I'm going to read again in Isaiah 54. I'm going to read a, a couple of verses either side of the verses I've read. The context of, we're talking about enlarge, about living a bigger life. And in Isaiah 54, it'll be on the screen again. And uh, the screen's still with us. Thank you, Jesus. Sing, barren woman, you have never born a child. Burst into song, shout for joy, you who are never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. This is about taking a step of faith and praising God even when your circumstances don't look the way you want them to do. Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. I believe that's about mission and impacting communities. Do not be afraid, you will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace, you will not be humiliated. I'm very grateful to God for that last verse. Because... When you step out, you criticize when things don't go right, you wonder, but God has promised and God keeps his promises. We're grateful for that. So, looking at that scripture, I want us to think about enlarge, and I want us to think about how it starts. It all starts with a song, right? It starts with a song. So, it says, sing, barren, barren woman. So, a woman who's unable to have children is encouraged to sing and praise God for children, even though she doesn't have any. Now, that seems a strange thing, and I'm not making light of that situation because I know it's a reality for, for, for some people in our, our fellowship. And, and we're praying for you, and we are believing with you. And, and we've seen many miracles over the years where God has blessed people with children, so we won't quit on, on that one. But the idea is that we sing songs of praise when we don't feel like it. The idea is that we praise God even when our circumstances are absolutely rubbish. 
even when everything is stacked against us, even when the things that we've put our hopes and dreams in seem to be shattered on the floor and we are discouraged, we still, we still sing songs of praise. Even when we've lost people that are dear to us, we still raise our hands in praise and thank God because we remember who God is and what he's done for us. Not our current circumstances, and I'm not making light of challenges that any of us are going through right now, because believe me, I've also been there, and I've been able to say my testimony is that I praise God through those situations. I believe we can, and this is what this scripture is saying. In a football match, when a team's getting beat, and, and just take a moment to pray for Manchester United fans at this might, 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 be, might be necessary. When the team's getting beat, sometimes the supporters go quiet. And the, and the team that are winning may often chant, you only sing when you're winning. You only sing when you're winning. This must never be something that applies to us as Christians, that we only sing when we're winning, because a lot of the time, we're not winning. We're, we're up against it, right? We're struggling. We've got challenges, difficulties, disappointments, and so on. But we keep on singing because we're not the people who only sing when we're winning. We praise God for what he's done because we remember we wouldn't be here without him. We remember, as that's why we, we, we break bread regularly, because we remember where we've come from. We remember who, who we're relying on. We remember who's done all this for us. We're remembering where we would be without Jesus, without God's love for us. Life is good, we sing. Life is bad, well, feel sorry for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me. Yeah, we all have times like that. I, I, I'm not making little of it, but I'll tell you, if you praise God in the circumstances, it's extraordinary what happens. The Bible tells us in, in, in Zephaniah, uh, a, a book in the Bible that you all know extremely well, it says this in Zephaniah uh, chapter 3. It will be on the screen in just, just a moment. It says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. God makes up songs about you. That's what that says. God rejoices over you and me with singing. You may feel you've got nothing. You may feel you're in lack. You may feel frustrations. You may feel empty. You may feel desolate. You may feel like that you're struggling. But God in heaven is singing songs about you right now. He rejoices over you according to his word with singing. Don't you just love that? How awesome is that? That God sings songs about you. That's flipping brilliant. It's extraordinary. That's amazing that God would do that. So come on. If God's singing about, about us, let's sing about him. And most of our songs are pointed towards God, right? And that's all right. We, we bring the praise. When we come on a Sunday, uh, 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 we bring the praise. We're not waiting to be warmed up. We, well, not, not at, at the moment. We bring the praise. We bring the praise. 
Because we remember what God's done for us. I might be struggling. I might be facing challenges. I might be facing health challenges and so on and so forth. And huge challenges. You know, the media remind us 24 hours a day of the challenges we face. But we are singing because God has done so much for us. Right now, you might be discouraged, despondent, feel like you're barren, producing nothing in your lives. There is hope. It's time to start singing and profit prophetically speak over your life and believe what God is going to do. This is going to get better because God has said so. And if we remain in faith, it will get better because God always comes through. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't do something else. No, keep our focus. Let us sing. Let us praise God. And of course, singing, it's talking about really praising God and putting God at His in the right place in our lives, center and focus. God has done so much for us. There's plenty to thank Him for. King David in Psalm 34 said, I will extol or praise the Lord at all times. Check this out. His praise will always be on my lips. Always. Am I able to say that? But praising, you know, is a decision, not a feeling. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. Every morning when I wake up, I will praise the Lord. Every morning when I go through life and face challenges and, 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 and whatever, and face situations it, 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 as, as a pastor and, and meeting with people in, uh, who are in difficulties and, and not knowing what to say, I will praise God. I will point to Jesus and say, He's got the answer. I haven't got the answer, but He has. I will praise the Lord. Sing Praise God no matter what. So we're talking about a big life. We're talking about enlarge. And over the next three weeks, I'll give you a preview. With this week, you know this already, enlarge. Next week, stretch. And the final week, it's going to be strengthen. So we're going to live in that particular verse, and God's going to help us with this. So what God is doing and will do for us as individuals for us as a church community, is amazing because God wants you and me to live the biggest life possible, the best life that you can possibly have. God wants to enlarge your life to a position of greater influence and impact. Others may have spoken negative things over you. Others may have said, this is where you have lack. Others may have said, you will never be that or this will not happen for you. But God has said something completely different. This is time to sing a song. It's time to sing a new song. I'm believing for us as Life Church, this is going to be a great season of fruitfulness, a season of blessing. There's few of you who want to agree with me. It's going to be a great season. I'm speaking that prophetically because I believe what God said. We're going, to see, we're going to see growth. We're going to see increased impact. We're going to see more lives change because the biggest thing is what God does with people. The biggest thing is how God transforms people. The biggest thing is that God picks people up who are broken and makes them whole. The biggest thing that God gives people an opportunity and a hope and a future. The biggest thing is God says it's not finished with you. The biggest thing God says you have got a future. The biggest thing, God is going to help you and bless you and minister you and use you in ways you cannot imagine. And now I'm preaching. <laughs> Enlarge. Live a big life. 
the media, I, I, I'm, I'm on my soapbox a bit now, so I, I repent, will give us all doom and gloom, right? Doom and gloom the whole time. Switch the news off sometimes, and let's believe what God said. Let's believe what God said. And there's a many needs in the world, and we, we see, let's do what we can to make a difference, absolutely. But when we sing, when we praise God, our confidence goes in Him, not in ourselves. A real favorite scripture of mine is Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verse 20. Now to Him who is able oh, to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. According to his power, that's at work within us. Immeasurably more. I can almost say it. Much, much more than we can imagine. Think, I mean, think about that. But even when you think about it, you can't get it. Because that's what it says. You won't totally get it even when you think about it. But God's able to do that, you're believing for, and immeasurably more than we can ask or think. According to his spirit, that's at work not just with us, but in us. How awesome is that? God is at work in us. 1792, the uh, missionary to India, which is before most of us were born, uh, preached a sermon. William Carey preached a sermon called simply this, Expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. And what a, what a, what a statement that is. And, and of course for him... He was, he was a missionary to India, became a missionary to India. People around him told, told him it was a ridiculous idea. It would not work, but he believed, and of course he established missions to India. There are millions of Christians in India because of people like William Carey. And there are missionaries to the UK from India because of people like William Carey. Think of that. We've had many Indians, uh, people born, born in India, on pays, and they've come and blessed us. Some are still, still in the area, still blessing and reaching people, which is a wonderful thing because someone believed God, and he went for it. Enlarge. Could there be some William Careys in the house? That's not your name, but maybe God's putting something on your heart. And he's encouraging you to expect great things, to think big, and attempt great things, to live big, to live a bigger life. Enlarge is an encouragement to think big, to dream big, to get a bigger perspective. Don't go through life with regrets of things that you wish you'd had a go for, you tried, wish, wish I'd stepped out in faith in that area. Let, let, let's do it, and let's see what God does. I, I talk. Spoke last week uh, about the fact that when we pray, it's all down to the sovereignty of God. It's not down. It's not down to us. We work, God. God does, but so we trust Him in that. We we'll live a big life, and this scripture, the the, the word tent, uh, the original word in Hebrew was was the word tabernacle. We translated in tent in in our our Bibles there, and it talks about it's largely about hospitality, and it's about protection and sheltering. 
and there was a responsibility to give shelter and protection as we'd all kind of recognize that for our own families. We provide for our own families the best we can. But it was more than that. It was about living uh, it was like an open door, so we welcomed people. It was a place of refuge and hospitality. And of course, we, we know much about that at this time as, as asylum seekers come to our nation and we seek to be a place of refuge. But I want to also push it a little bit further to say, I believe this enlarging our tent means also enlarging our lives. So we also make room in our lives for people who need friends, for people who need Jesus. I think you live to live a big life, you don't live it for yourself. A big life is not a solo life. Life is meant to be lived for life is meant to be lived with others and not just our families. A big life is not a selfish life, because life as a Christian, is to Paul so not only supposed to be lived with others, it's supposed to be lived for others. And if we can get this, to see this is what God wants us to do as enlarging and something greater, it's all about making room for others in our lives. So how do you see things right now? What are your challenges? What, what, are, you, what, what, what are you looking for? Please don't go for containment. Please don't go for consolidation. Think, God, I've heard that you want me to live a bigger life. Let's, ha- let's dream big. Let's, let's live big. Let's enlarge the place of our tent. Yeah, making room for more people on a Sunday. It's only kind of a tiny part of it. It's about each one of us making room in our lives to reach people, to bless people. Thank God for what he's done. The vision and the faith and the reward for that. But let's be expectant of what God's going to do. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at LifeLanks on social media 